I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. I think it already happened. Well, the network never gave me the power. I gave the power to the network. Why? Because in Extreme Championship Wrestling, the man with all the power is the man who stands with Rhino. Rob Van Dam. Who be who, Rob? Oh, they call you the whole effing show. Rob Van Dam, you haven't shown me anything yet. Oh, you say... You say I didn't break your leg. I proved you wrong. You said you were going to take the ECW World Television title from me. Oh, I proved you wrong. Rob Van Dam, it's guys like me. Guys from the streets of Detroit that kick the living f- out of yuppie pieces of s*** like you, Rob Van Dam. When you're up there in Battle Creek rolling your joints, smoking your dope, I'm coming after you, Rob. <laughs> RVD, Rhino. <laughs> RVD, bringing it to the streets. <laughs> to the streets of Detroit Rock City. <laughs> oh, man. That was great. What would you think about that? I thought it was amazing. I don't like watching it. I like listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to it. It's too, you're too close, man. <laughs> right? Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling episode 35. Up in smoke. Up in smoke, Juice. I'm coming for you. You mean we're smoking dog shit, man? <laughs> Speaking of those guys, they're coming around the region. They Cheech are. and Chong. Che- What's the date on that, Surratt? It's sometime in January, right? Yeah, I think. Uh, no, fe- I think February. I'm not sure. New Buffalo? Uh, yeah. What's that? Four uh, Winds Casino, New Buffalo. Four Winds. That's a lovely Four Winds Casino, hotel it's and great. resort. Yeah, Cheech and Chong, man. They Cheech and Chong, one night only. Maybe two, maybe three. I don't know. I'm, I forgot. <laughs> the A. The four yeah. ones owes us for that plug. They do owe us for that. I'll be expecting a royalty check in the mail. In the mail, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. In the army. I'm handsome. I'm brave. I'm strong. So, Juice, who's with you today? With me, as, 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 as always, is Sretton the Savage. What's up, Sretton? Hi. He's always so savage. <laughs> he is. And back once again, the GM here to keep everybody tied down and up tight. 
Big Ed the Assassin, what's going on? I'm just here trying to make everybody up in smoke, son. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> Where are we? This whole Whatever. place seems a little unfamiliar. <laughs> it's the a listener doesn't know. It's an see. asylum. It's, we're we're in Big Ed's asylum. We're on... We're on. We're not on holiday today. <laughs> I can't get over that. I'm sorry. <laughs> holiday. Threatens on holiday today. But I do like holding these mics. I feel like Sean Mooney. Sean Mooney Who? from WCW. Da, da, Sean Mooney from WWF. Yep. Um, yeah, we're on location at Big Ed's Asylum once again. It's uh, the first episode of the Christmas season. Oh, the Christmas season is upon us. Yeah, uh, December to dismember. Oh, and with the Christmas season, we want to talk a little bit about all the trees and all those treats. And- <laughs> all those treats and, uh, and <laughs> RVD and Rob Van Dam. What, how, how did you pronounce his last name, though? Rob Shetikowski. <laughs> Shetikowski. Sekowski. Rob Sekowski. No, we were uh, me and I were sitting around watching uh, some old school ECW on the WWE Network, and RVD just popped up, and uh, it was a hell of a match. It was him versus Easy Money, aka uh, I think his name was Jason Jett, who later appeared in the WCW towards the their demise. Super awesome match, and I just I've been wanting to do an RVD one for a long time because, in my opinion, he's probably as big as he was. And is is probably still the one of the most underrated guys ever. I will tell you right now, as right far fucking now as wrestler, yeah, Van Dam's my favorite wrestler. Like, yeah, I Hogan's my my all time favorite because of the like I said the, the whole just everything about him, the aura, the hey, you gotta explain yourself to me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Juice knows. <laughs> oh yeah, Hulkamania, Brother. Hulkamania for life, for 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 life. But Van Damme, it was just, I remember when I first got um, hooked on ECW, I was just like, man, this is, this is badass. And then mm-hmm. seeing Van Damme wrestle, I just, I mean, I would stop anything that I was doing to watch that dude wrestle. It oh, was, yeah. He was amazing. Yeah. Frog splash. Not just a frog splash threat. Get it right. Spin it was move. a spin kick. A split <laughs> kick. Five, five, five star, star frog, frog splash. splash. Yeah, come on, baby. Come on, every day. Yeah, it was... Uh, Bill Alfonso, his manager. That was awesome. Yeah, you have, baby. <laughs> you, you have to cue the whistles. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, cue the whistles, Strep. Blow um, the whistle. You had you had him, and it was just... I mean, it was amazing. I felt like I felt like you can put Van Damme with a subpar wrestler, and he would he would make that match. He would turn that match into gold, and it was it was awesome watching him. Uh, him and Jerry Lynn had had some great... Him and Balls Mahoney had some good fights. Yeah, um, I mean, there's just there's a lot of them. Anybody that he wrestled was just it was unbelievable. And for that, as far as pure wrestling talent, he did have the personality. Van Dam is my favorite wrestler, hands down. That five star frog splash. I don't care what anybody says. I'll argue it to the day I die. Was the best five star frog. It was the best frog splash. In, yeah, in wrestling, I, I think better than Eddie Guerrero's too. He better looked like a real Eddie damn Guerrero. frog. Yeah, yeah. You got to get the... <laughs> Only you boys can do that. I can't. I go... He goes, shut up, Vicky. Shut up. Shut up, Vicky. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I totally agree with that statement. You know, haters going to hate, but hey, the proof's in the pudding. Go watch any of his matches on the network if you got that or YouTube. And 
he flies through the air, and the way he adjusts his body in there, because when he would hit that five-star frog splash, a guy, a guy would look like he was halfway across the ring, if not on the complete other side of the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, and they usually have to lay down and set themselves up to take it, you know, kind of horizontally so the guy can land the move. And RVD would, like, adjust sideways in midair. It to, was wh- just, to wherever the person was laying. He yeah, dude, and it was awesome. And the way he would sell it afterwards, which I'm sure he probably did knock the wind out of himself quite a bit. Oh, for sure. And all those bong hits before matches. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really help when you're working on your cardio. For sure. And you want to know what? When he went to uh when he went to WWE, um he even got the even though we got the championship, they they didn't use him the way that they should have. No. No, they, but they buried him. Un- unfortunately a lot of that I think was probably his own doing. Because he uh and we'll kind of t- get into that a little bit later on in the episode. Um, but first, I want to kind of give you a brief little history on Rob Van Dam, or as they called him when you, many people might not know, he was in WCW, like one of his first matches, and they called him Robbie V. Robbie Vizzle. <laughs> Robbie Vizzle, Televizzle. I said Vizzle twice, and I tried to rhyme with it. It didn't work. You run Vizzle with Vizzle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he was a jobber in a match. Uh that was my earliest uh, memory, I guess, of Rob Van Dam. I don't even really remember. I just I have that DVD, the one of a kind, and I do one remember watching that match. But like back in the day, you know, you never like who the hell is this guy? He kind of looks like Jean Claude Van Damme a yeah. little bit. Um, but this was before he was be called to be called Rob Van Dam. He's been be called. <laughs> he be called. He's been be called. This is what he be calling the streets, yo. <laughs> Yo, as Rhino would say, from the streets of Detroit. <laughs> I gotta love that the little promo there. But uh, yeah, Rob Van Dam got his start in ECW, which sadly is no longer around anymore. And that's really where he gained, garnered all of his attention. Uh, his big shtick was just the over-the-top move set. The guy, his gimmick was he looked like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. And he did the splits just like him. He was super athletic. Uh, he was really into smoking the reefers. Yeah, well, Van Dam was Jack too. Like, oh, he, he was. Yeah, he was really cut. Yeah, was it always known that he was big into the marijuana? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's a big marijuana advocate. He's been uh, for 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 always. Yeah, always. Yeah. I, what was uh, one of his old slogans? It's RVD four twenty. I just smoked, I just your, smoked ass. your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I it had that was yin- an original quote by you. Yeah. No, no. It had the yin yang on the on the front. Yeah. A four twenty was in like that weird type of uh tie dye or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was it was cool. Yeah. And uh that was when all the when the Austin three sixteen kinda really Yeah. So yeah, you know everybody everybody's trying own. to catch up with that, you know. So but it also always made sense, you know. Like four twenty R V D. I mean, they went hand in hand. It was just Mr. Monday night. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Monday night when uh they did the ECW invasion of yep. WWF. Yep, as it was known back then. Do they have that on the network? It should be. It I believe has, it, it is. has to I be believe on it there because they invaded ECW invaded Raw like on two different occasions. Yeah, it correct. was, and because uh, a lot of it too was uh, when Jerry Lawler had that beef too. Yeah, extremely crappy wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but then he took Sabu and RVD. Remember? Yeah, and they showed it. He showed up at ECW, and they were kicking everybody's ass and. It's like, you could come see Rob Van Dam as uh, Fonzie would say, Mr. Monday Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Monday Night, up, ladies and gentlemen. This is a Rob Van Dam Sabu. I'm a deep baby, Sabu, baby. Suicide, homicide, just <laughs> Dude, he was so over the top. 
I have no idea how he didn't just collapse. He did, he was the only manager that the entire match he was just he was balls out screaming, yelling, red blowing face. the yeah, yeah. <laughs> blowing the damn whistle. Super red face. Oh yeah. Well, he kind of remind me of a somewhat still annoying but cooler version of uh, the mouth of the south, Jimmy Hart. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Hart would always have the megaphone, and he would do, oh, baby, come on, baby, yeah, baby. Whereas Fonzo's like, yeah, baby, rabbit, it, yeah, baby. Yeah. And he blow that damn whistle, which I can't do it, so I'm not going <laughs> to. The whistle was great. <laughs> it was so annoying. <laughs> it was annoying, but it was still and Remember great. that match he had with, uh, was it Francine? <laughs> yeah. I, it was I, super bloody. It was little skinny Bill Alfonso versus, uh, it was it was Francine, yeah, he right? He got the shit beat out of him. Though. Oh yeah, it was. Oh god, and it turned into a bloodbath, and it, it actually turned into. A re- it was a really good match. <laughs> <laughs> it was, believe it or not, between um, a valet and a manager, ex referee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was just a bloodbath. Not to get off topic, but I met Francine. I got my picture taken with her. Oh yeah, I How met Francine. Um, this had to be. I'm going to say this was probably ninety eight. Maybe mm. ninety nine. I'm trying to think of a tender GM. When they came, a, a <laughs> tenderoni. Yeah, I come on tenderonis. <laughs> it was uh, ninety eight, ninety nine when they came to the Genesis Center. And you and, were little, and, and you Gary. looked up and asked her for a picture. I was like, "Can I have your picture, please?" Uh, excuse me. <laughs> no, the skirt's gotta come up. <laughs> she said no, and I was like, "Screw you guys! I'm going home." <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> I remember because. Um, we went to that show, and um, we ended up. We had front row to that show, and uh, like a new Jack. Let's see, new Jack Spike, Mike Awesome, but no Rob Van Dam, right? Rob Van Dam. That was when his. Um, that was when his wife was sick, or or right. she got she hurt herself or got sick, and uh, she. I guess he. I think he, she yeah. had some form of cancer or something, If yeah. I'm not mistaken, she had some sort of a debilitating uh, illness. If you will, if you will, Peter um, Quill. He missed out probably. <laughs> he, hates it. he hates it. He missed out on a nice chunk of wrestling yeah. because of that. Well, and see, it, and we'll fast forward. We'll kind of jump ahead a little bit. When he went to WWE and they had they were bringing back uh, ECW and they did the one night stand pay per views yep. and they had John Cena versus Rob Van Dam and it was for the ECW title, which I think at that point wasn't even really around yet. They were just going to crown whoever won that match, the champ. Yeah. Uh, and the WWE title, the shitty spinner belt, Ugh. was on the line. This was the height of, like, John Cena popularity, too. So, But at the same time, you're in front of the ECW, straight ECW crowd in New York that wanted nothing to do with John Cena. So if he won... I, I suspect that people were fully going to do some fucking riot, shit. dude. They were going to. Yeah. Hey, you remember the chairs when they? they oh yeah, with Terry. Was that yeah. Terry Funk? Yep, it was Terry Funk, and they just started chucking chairs in the oh, ring. Oh, there was like fifty <laughs> chairs or something in the ring. But uh, so long story short, RVD wins um, the match and becomes the first ever. And here's a little fun fact for you guys: Rob Van Dam is the only guy, the only professional wrestler to hold the TNA, the WWE. And the ECW World Heavyweight title. Really? Oh, really? That is correct. <laughs> but getting back to what I was talking about, um, so he, he got busted with Sabu shortly after that for, uh, I think it was like some, some marijuana and some painkillers and shit. And yeah. hey, Remember, he was on the cover of High Times with Sabu. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. That, yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I actually want to buy that. I do want to go back and get that. I, I got the old... 
Sports Illustrated with Hogan on it. Oh, do you really? Yeah, he's the only wrestler to ever be on the cover. That was when he, uh, in that Sports Illustrated, he had white on. He didn't have the the yellow on, did he? No, it was yellow. it was just the white headband that yep. said Hulkster on it. Yep. And it was like a pink drop background. I loved it. That's awesome. You, Fuck yeah. Do you look at it every night? Do you touch it every Does that night? answer your question? Threaten hates it. <laughs> he only hates it because it gets messy. <laughs> it's so these pages so sticky. So RVD gets busted for this, and him and Sabu, needless to say, uh, well, Sabu, I believe, got fired like almost immediately, and they made RVD drop the belt. And after that, um, and you know, they never really gave him a chance to like, oh, well, hey, go take care of your shit, and then you know, come back like they do nowadays. A lot of guys that are in the WWE sponsored rehab that they put on mm-hmm. for ex wrestlers and even current superstars. I don't think RVD, I could be wrong. I don't think he ever had the chance to do that. But I know around that time, too, his wife was sick. And he... In the did, WWE, she got sick again? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Well, like I said, I, I believe, and I could be wrong. It could be misleading you all, but hey, it wouldn't be entertaining. <laughs> it wouldn't be entertaining if I didn't, now would it? Uh, yeah, she she had she had the cancer or something like that, and... He had to take care of her, and he didn't, as far as I know, at least in a major wrestling promotion, didn't do jack shit until he resurfaced in TNA in 2010 mm-hmm. when he was the mystery opponent for one, a.k.a. Steve Borden. A.k.a. I just want to say a.k.a. a bunch of times. You're Sting. Like- <laughs> <laughs> the stinker. I mean, the stinger. <laughs> um, yeah, so he showed up back then, but he didn't do anything for a long time because he was, he was doing his thing, and then... She ends up getting healthy, I believe, again. If the story goes correct, like I'm telling you right now, she left him and took a, took a good chunk of his fortune. His I think he pulled a Linda Hogan, or she pulled a Linda Hogan. Uh, they yeah. probably all hang out. Probably. But it's all right, though. I, you know, RVD's recouped, and uh, he's, got a, he's got a smoking hot wrestling chick girlfriend. Oh, for sure. You know? his, his girlfriend now, which you just showed me right yeah. before the podcast. Mm-hmm. Right before this recording, um, yeah, he's definitely got to chalk one up in the W column. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Do you think he traded can, a shoddy for a hottie? Do you think he can do the splits and then she can do the splits? So when it's time for sex, that they can scissor me, Mr. Slide. Oh, scissors. They, they splits each other. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure they do. What was the video I showed you? She's doing squats and she's just got him up on, he's on like her laughing. shoulders. Yeah, he's, he's just kind of laying there like. Whatever. <laughs> so uh, here's one thing. Uh, going back to how I believe that RVD was, he was a supremely underrated and influential wrestler, especially the guys you watch nowadays like the Young Bucks um, and even down to the Luchadors. I mean, there's like Pentagon and a lot of these guys. And actually, Pentagon, he's had that dream match with uh, Rob Van Dam, and I believe it was ARW um, Wrestling. Um, but going back to those... Those days when RVD was just kind of getting out, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Like, check this fucking dude out. Like, he's he likes to fucking smoke. You know, he's doing all this crazy shit, and uh, it didn't it translate well when WWE finally bought it because he had been in WWE, you know, here and there before the buyout of yep. ECW, and they kind of it wasn't that bad because he wasn't in really like a major speaking role or anything like that. But then once he was already established star, he comes in. It's like, all right, dude, we got a shitload of dream matches lined up for this guy. And they didn't really have him talk or do anything. Like, I remember 
I worked at KB Toy Store <laughs> right after high school, <laughs> yeah. and uh, they used to have this microphone. It was a toy microphone, right? And you'd hit it, and it'd have like different guys, like Undertaker, rest in peace. And RVD had three sayings on it, and it was whatever and <laughs> okay. <laughs> like that's how they what he was reduced oh, to, you know? know. It's like, well, we can't, you know, we don't want to promote that he gets high or anything. So it's just like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and that just I don't know, it kind of bothered me. I mean, I get they're not trying to promote uh drug use or anything like that, but I don't think Rob ever promoted it in a how would you say negative light, you know, marijuana. He was always very proactive as far as the um uses for cannabis and for medical and just everyday life the stuff that people kind of push to the side when do they you just, have arthritis do you yeah. like to fucking party yeah does your ass hurt has your dad been in your basement lately <laughs> well i've got something for you <laughs> but uh no he's he was very active in that and uh he's out he lives out in california now he's from battle creek michigan um RVD was one of the first guys, too, that really, as far as from a wrestling standpoint, that you saw really uh, promote the uses of cannabis on a positive level. Not just like, hey, hey well, bro, yeah, let's get the, stoned, yeah. man. No, it was all about medicinal and yeah. how it can help you. Yeah, and- he was very, and I remember even years ago on Facebook and Twitter just watching him uh, being a part of certain documentaries where they were advocating the use of cannabis and medical marijuana and all this stuff, like... And he knows. I mean, the guy is super smart on the history, the culture of the cannabis culture, I guess you should say. Uh, the cannabis culture, cannabis corpse. <laughs> uh, had to throw that out there. Shout out to cannabis corpse. More than anybody, you know, I, I I really appreciate that he put that in a positive light. And But once again, going back to that's something that WWE is never going to really promote, I think, even if it gets legalized you know, across the board federally in this country. I, I still don't think they're going to, hey, Rob, you want to come back and <laughs> do your shtick? No, Even they, though it would be got, awesome. You got to think, dude, they got shareholders. At the yeah, yeah, they're publicly now. traded. I get that. I get that. Um, but it was kind of cool when he came back to TNA in 2010. Like, I, I thought his theme song was pretty rocking. It's pretty cool, you know, the whole doom, effing show. Doom, doom. Yeah, the bass thing. I mean, it's not the best in the world, but it kind of it, it summed them up for me, you know, and then they had like the green kind of bud looking things that would come up on the screen, and then RVD and the yin yang sign. So it was like a more modern twist on the uh, ECW version of Rob Van Dam. And um, the one cool thing, and like I said earlier about championships, with uh, him being the only guy to ever hold the world title in TNA, ECW, and WWE, was he was also a former X Division champion. Uh, former tag team champion in WWE. I don't know how many times he won the Intercontinental title in WWE. Who was he tag champion with in WWE? Uh, Kane. Was it Remember? Really? RVD and Kane. Because if my memory serves me correct, and I don't know because I was just kicking it with RVD. Oh, yeah, there he goes. Uh, the last time we saw the Road Warriors in a WWE ring, uh, RVD and Kane were tag champions. And they had to face a mystery opponent, and Eric Bischoff brought out the LOD. The Legion of Dubes. 
<laughs> What'd you say? The Legion of Doobs. That was an RKO out of nowhere. As Stone Cold would say, what? What? <laughs> Anybody got any broke skull IPA? Some Steve Weisers. He's like, I mean it. Better bring some other beer out here. I'm fucking damn. Yeah, this tastes like that. bullshit. <laughs> what, it's the sex on the beach? This tastes like sugar or dog shit. <laughs> Next drink. <laughs> Next. Hey, we got to post that in the JP Dub after this. That's still, oh, yeah. that's one of the greatest. It's great. Like, we use that so for our Stone Cold episode. For yeah. episode 32, that was a good, uh, good entrance. Yeah, he gets <laughs> so pissed. He does. He gets mad when he doesn't get his alcohol. Kind of like I imagine RVD would get disgruntled if he didn't have his THC. He doesn't get his buds. Um, but going back to RVD, so he does his his career kind of winds down and wraps up in WWE once the whole uh, drug scandal and whatnot comes out. The ECW uh, rebirth that Vince McMahon had brought back up just it it didn't go over well. It's a really crappy product. I think the only successful thing that came out of that was the original One Night Stand pay-per-view, and uh, which RVD was not a part of. You had two... Physically. I mean, he was injured during that time. You had two One Night Stands. Um, the second one is, is the one right now that we got on the, the Doob Tube here. Which it, that that one inco- that <laughs> one incorporated that incorporated more of the WWE wrestlers where right. the very first one um, was was specifically all ECW wrestlers or ECW alumni right but you still had I think uh, what was it the Raw and SmackDown dudes were up in the top you know because that was the one where JBL infamous infamously infamously this fucking coffee stout's getting on. <laughs> getting to me now where i can't talk i can't broadcast by pipe works um Bastard i think that was the one where jumbled yeah jbl just straight shot on uh the blue meanie oh and busted him open busted him up good yeah. yeah did they have true beef I, yeah it, well did... J, J, i think the whole thing was is jbl just didn't like ecw and thought it was all shit so he wanted to show him the real deal yeah yeah now just throw up <laughs> Some killer stuff, man. <laughs> Just a little bit in my mouth. He's like, no. and then the next part of his career. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had a burp, man. It's this coffee stout. <laughs> decided to make a career change, and he decided to. <laughs> he just started the wreck it, Ralph. But with with the whole with the whole ECW thing, uh, the, the first one night stand I liked. Because of the fact that Van Dam was hurt that one night. He was hurt. He came out and he cut a promo. And I think he was really hurt emotionally that he couldn't be a part of that. Because that was the best one, dude. Yeah, it was. I remember watching that one at Hooters. <laughs> Actually, what? Evolved. Yeah, man. You gotta, if you're going to watch ECW, come back. You got to have some tits and ass in front of you. And some wings. That's wing dings. Tits and ass, easy. shitty wings. <laughs> shitty burgers, shitty fries. All right. You know, I used to work at Hooters, too, so. Did you? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Those skirts are really tight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really did work there, though, but I was cooked. <laughs> hey, we were talking about that. If if Cena would have won, you said that shit would have hit the roof there. Yeah. And it's funny because as, as we're looking at it, it's, there's a big old sight of Cena wins with yeah. riot. <laughs> Up here on the Big Ed Tron, we got going. What did uh, it say? I didn't see. If Cena wins, we riot. Oh yeah, no, but I mean, this was a straight ECW crowd, and this is uh, what we got going on on the Tron is ECW One Night Stand, the second version, the second pay per view, if you will. This um, is two thousand six, I believe. Yeah, because the first yeah, one was two thousand five. Right, 
uh, hardcore ECW crowd. This is, I would say, Van Dam is probably in his prime here. Oh, big time! And and holy shit, man! That to win that title, dude, in in an environment like that where it's like, dude, ECW at this time it, it had been dead since what? Five? It'd been dead for like five years, right? Yeah, yeah. They they folded in like two thousand or two thousand one. The fans, by popular demand, requested that it had come back. So WC, WCW, yeah, right, uh, WWE, they, they're doing a little attempt to bring it back, and this is what happened. But I, I'm going to tell you, I did not. I was not a fan of this shit. Like, this match was would be the only one I would, uh, I would say would be okay for interpromotional shit. Yeah. I didn't really like the, like, why are you going to bring ECW back just that, fight wwe guys that's vince's ego again yeah yeah for sure that's you know it like when they bring wcw guys in and they just they lose like sting comes to wwe for the first time never been there in his illustrious 30 plus year career and he jobs out to triple h yeah yeah well, what the, the hell what so here's well, this thing. is a cool that, yeah. like see i love how like see in this uh cena's trying to throw a shirt out to the fans and, and they're they just not it having it. He throws <laughs> yeah. it in a couple different areas. They all throw it back. They do. They Look, do. here he goes. Whoop. Coming right back at you. This shit don't fit. RVDC is like, whatever. That's where they got that, uh, that microphone thing from. That, right. Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know. But, dude, he just wants to wrestle, dude. That's it, man. He uh, uh, so, Moose but he was says, also a great showman, dude. He was a great showman. It was perfect because he was super cocky. And the thing that I absolutely loved about Rob Van Dam was that he ended up hit those moves that he had hmm. were amazing. He innovator, made, dude. I know Tommy Dreamer's an innovator of violence, but come on, dude. There would be no coast to coast Shane McMahon doing that shit if there wasn't a first a Van Terminator. Do you remember what? Do you remember when that came out? When um. When they were talking about oh, Rob Van Dam's gonna, he's gonna, uh, yeah, they new- built it up, yeah, dude. Oh, I'd they- never seen that yes. before. Like they built up a finishing move, and he's like, he's gonna display it at what it was a pay per view or something. It was a pay per view that he's like, was it Anarchy Rules or something? Uh, like it that? might have been, and he was like, um, uh, Bill Alfonso was like, this is something never been seen before. We got something up our sleeves, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Rob Van Dam, you know. Yeah. And then when he pulled it off, remember every dude. I remember watching it. My fucking jaw hit the ground. I was like. Holy shit. I cannot believe it. And as soon as his jaw hit the ground, my zipper did too. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't believe that he that he nailed that because dude, I gotta tell you what, that takes some severe athleticism to be able to 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 jump from all the way from one side of the ring to the other. Well you figure what they call it? uh, it's uh twenty 20? by twenty. Yeah. Wrestling ring, I mean so from corner to corner that's are the are the ECW ones are they bigger than twenty by twenty? Or is that, I don't is know. that professional? That's a good size? question. For those of you out there listening, if you uh, want to call and leave us a message at one eight seven two two six seven forty one ninety nine and fact check us, I'd love that. And not even that, just let us know. I'd, if any of you were around or anybody out there listening and actually set up old ECW rings, I need let to us stop know. Yelling here. Threat <laughs> thinks we're still in the studio. We're in the asylum, so everything's going to echo. It is the asylum. 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 Yeah, but the asylum is a uh, respectable <laughs> establishment. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, we're actually shooting this in um, a real crawl- time, folks. In a crawl space with a little bit of dirt. 
<laughs> a little bit of dirt. A little bit we, of concrete. We got a big black lab laying at my feet. Uh, re- speaking of, okay, so Reacts. since Wrigley's here, we have to give Wrigley a shout out because he holds grudges. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. He does. He holds those grudges. So back when Wrigley was a, what, as you would say, a little tenderoni. He was a tenderoni. When he he, he was a little guy, uh, AZ Dub came by. Yeah, the Durs. And it it cracks me up because Anders came by and Justin's like, dude, he's in one one of his fucking moods, man. And he came and just like laid on the ottoman. Like, didn't say hi to anybody, this or that. Like, he was pouting. I was like, man. He's a little boy. And I was like, little boy. You know? <laughs> and so he's laying there. Justin and I are chatting. Out of the corner of our eye, I look up, and Anders is on the ottoman, and he gives Wrigley a frog splash. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wrigley gets up like, <gasps> yeah, Oh, dude, Wrigley <laughs> there you go. Dude, Wrigley's the most chill dog ever. But still to this day, when he sees Anders, dude, he puts his head down. He starts growling. Dude. Yeah. He does he not wants to eat that motherfucker. <laughs> he, <laughs> he remembers. He's like, you remember that shit when you frog splashed me back in the day? <laughs> that, that shit, shit funny. <laughs> that shit wasn't funny. <laughs> he said, you know what, Anders? Your father's got a wood leg with a kickstand, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. It- Anders was doing. He used to do the RVD all the time. He did man? He, I still have videos when he was little. He'd get on the couch and do the whole effing show, and he yeah. frog splash the shit out of me. And then he did it to Riggs, and Riggs wanted to eat him. Yeah, Riggs was tired of that shit. <laughs> he don't forget. He may be getting old. He may be getting. Uh... He don't forget though. Like RVD after a couple of pulls, you know, <laughs> he don't, man. A couple of draws, and he done lost himself. I will tell you what though. Tell me, Anders had great form on that frog splash. He did. Though. He did. It so was like a four gonna... and a half star. Four and a half star? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a four and a half star frog splash yeah. for sure. For a child. <laughs> God, <laughs> why do I love it so much when RVD's just knocking the shit out of Marky Mark? I mean, John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena sucks. John Cena sucks. I'm so, not going to see Bumblebee. Fuck you. And then John Cena calls in. Oh, uh, Justin, you know, we were going to come to your uh, podcast, but now we can't. And I'm like... Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, so kind of getting back on track here. RBD shows up in TNA in 2010. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. I'm like really impressed that you found found the track, the line of thought that you had like from 20 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> He's like, Hit and the then point. TNA. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, you know, I just I like to get off the beaten path once in a while. Um, he so he comes to TNA, things. has some really good matches with uh, Samoa Joe, uh, Jay Lethal, 
He was actually an X Division champion. I think he beat Kenny King for that. What? Yeah, yeah. True story. The one place uh, I haven't seen RVD turn up yet, though, was Ring of Honor. To my knowledge, he's never done Ring of Honor, which is very surprising because they they really had that kind of old school ECW ECW vibe. Absolutely. You would think that that's something that he would have just gravitated to. Um, I do know that because of an injury that he sustained or a concussion in uh, on the Indies. He told his wife, because he's going through his legal battle, and his wife, his ex-wife's won all kinds of money, as they always do. Uh, and he's like, hey, I can't afford to pay you all this, because I, can't, I he can never go back and work with WWE again, because yeah. of their rigorous testing for concussions and all that. He knows he's not going to pass. So they can't offer him a substantial contract to wrestle. They, you know, you give them like an ambassador or a legends contract where it's like, oh, we'll throw in the video game, make some figures, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, but nothing substantial, which unfortunately sucks because you're never going to see RVD. I know they always in wrestling, they say never say never, but it's it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be slim to none. So let me ask you this. Rob Van Dam, is he a Hall of Famer? Oh, first ballot. Absolutely. First ballot. When we, when we, do you when do you call it that Rob Van Dam gets inducted to the Hall of Fame? Well, see, and here's the weird thing, and I, I remember tweeting about this a couple of years ago, and uh, I think Raven kind of <laughs> scoffed at me like, yeah, right, buddy, get a fucking life. Um, I was like, do you think WWE will ever put any of the ECW guys in the Hall of Fame? And if you do, who's, who's the first one that goes? And I remember Raven getting on there kind of like, yeah, right, good fucking luck with that, like, which I could see his point. Because at the time, a few years ago, like, yeah, even though ECW and all these guys that came in were super huge and over, WWE just, you know, I, I can't even begin to wrap my head around their Hall of Fame system, dude. It's There's no board meeting or anything for it. I think it's probably just Vince and maybe Tripp sitting there like, hmm. <laughs> Pete Rose. What can we, yeah. What can we get? Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a very beautiful Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's going to be very, very big. The yes. best Hall of Fame ever. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Very beautiful, very big. And by the way, the wall just got 10 feet taller. <laughs> the wall! The wall! Back out the wall! Back out the wall! The wall! God damn it! Pinata! Pinata! Barbecue! Barbecue! RVD! 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 That was Living Dangerously. Yeah. For everybody out there, go and watch Living Dangerously 98. Or it's 99. also on that one of a kind DVD. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. So. Rob Van Dam, anyway, he's wrestling Jerry Lynn, and he goes outside. Uh, he's outside of the ropes and everything like that, and they're sitting there fight. and there's this guy. You, it's, it's, it's super fan. <laughs> it's super fan. Bill Swarski. RVD, 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 for like 30 seconds. He's on crack or something. He's like, RVD, 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 RVD. like freaking the fuck out. I'm surprised Van Dam didn't give him a spin kick. Spinning side kick. But I don't care though. It was so, it's it, still to this day oh, when yeah. I watch that match, I look. I'm like, oh, here's that part where that idiot still <laughs> hitting them corners in them low lows, girl, and those low blows, girl. <laughs> you know what though? Yeah, on top of the frog splash and everything like that, you know what I liked is when he uh, rolling he, thunder, the rolling thunder. But I like when he went. It, it, it didn't happen too often. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically during like tag team matches and stuff like that, when he would pull the guardrails towards him. Mm-hmm. And then he would get on the top rope, and he would do the somersault into the audience. Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah. If, if uh, on the um, well, once again, like him being trained by the Sheik, Sabu's uncle, and uh, Sabu being his tag team partner, that was 
part of his repertoire. Well, even on the signature. Repertoire. Uh, the signature to the ECW, and whenever ECW was on TV yeah. or even uh, when they were on pay-per-view, the signature, they had Rob Van Dam, one of his uh, famous ones, when he when he jumped out and lunged out into the audience and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was sure. awesome. It was, like, it was well, great. They had that one, and then they also had it where... Uh, That's one, one of his famous moves right there, too, with the with the chair. The running uh, guy sitting in the corner, and Van Dam runs with the chair, does kind of like the almost circle. Almost like a skateboard, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the um, Ninja Turtle shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I liked. Um, I also liked when on the signature two of all the ECW uh, shows, the best uh, Van Daminator was the one that he gave to Bubba Ray, a.k.a. Bully Ray. Yeah, <laughs> Bully Ray, where you at? If you remember earlier, he was making fun of Tommy Dreamer on Twitter. He was. What do you, what do you say? Separated at birth. It's it was a, Dreamer jumping off the top rope and then like a, a blue whale birthing like a or breaching. Whale. Yeah, <laughs> breaching out of water. <laughs> He's always I, giving Tommy jokes about being fat. I don't like it. I'll tell you what, though. It's, I think it's funny when they troll each other. When like when oh, it's the, great. When old wrestlers troll each other. Oh, a yeah. Bit, it cracks me up. But you had like, Rolling Thunder was awesome. Mm-hmm. Rolling Thunder was uh, the, the split-legged moonsault. Oh, I the mean, split leg, Yeah, which a lot of people now are caught. John Morrison, dude. Uh, I mean, the Starship Pain, that's his yep. finishing maneuver now. And I know he does like that little twist thing, but come on. Had there not been a Rob Van Dam beforehand, would he be doing something like that? No, not at all. No, like all these RVD's move set to me was the most unique and original shit I'd ever seen, even still to this day. Which some of it's copied, but goddamn son, the thing I liked about all of Rob Van Dam's moves, his joints weren't the only thing on fire. The thing that I liked about Rob Van Dam's moves were the fact that I, I'm a huge guy with. Finishers that can be done on anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't like, you know, one of the re- one of the main reasons I like the Stone Cold Stunner is you can do it on somebody who's right. 100 pounds right. or 500 pounds. You know, uh, you, you can't really, you know, there, there's some. It's other, more you know, believable, you know, big time. Uh, Van Dam's moves, you can do them on anybody. The split legged moonsault, mm-hmm. rolling thunder. Um, you know, you could also do them into a swimming pool. That's fun. Yes, you can. <laughs> My God, in the pool, someone pee in the pool. <laughs> you know what though. And you want to know that just reminded me of it. Van Dam could sell any yeah, move, yeah. and he could sell them well. Yeah, he's, uh, dude, wrestling psychology one hundred and one. RVD was great at selling moves, except yeah. that one chop I seen earlier. <laughs> oh, who is he fighting? Uh, oh, oh the, that was that the, Jason Jack Jason, dude. Yeah. Easy money. Yeah, yeah. Easy there money. was like one chop where he just kind of looked at him. He's like, whatever. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's gonna be queued up a lot tonight. Um, <laughs> sure. Real fun fact for you, real quick. Uh, back and this goes dates back to the old school golden era of professional wrestling. For those of you who do not know, Rob Van Dam in 1987 did a skit with the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase and Virgil. What? Yeah, you don't remember this? No, you never seen this. Day? It was on that DVD, and then WWE's talked about it a couple times. Um, I think it was some. Uh, you know, Ted DiBiase used to always pull kids or whoever out of the audience and make them do something stupid for like a hundred bucks. And then Virgil or him would always, like the little kid dribbling the basketball and then you just kick it away. Yeah, that's still the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like the best. Yeah, yeah. Dribble so, this 10 times and he would kick it on the ninth yeah. time. <laughs> so at, at the time, RVD's 16 years old. Uh, DiBiase offers him 100 bucks to enter the ring and kiss his foot. He's like, my stinky foot after he just wrestled the match. He takes his boot and everything off. And Van Dam does it, dude. And that was his first ever wrestling appearance. I wonder if they got that on YouTube. 
Yeah, that's on YouTube. It was, it? it was a real thing. Yeah, they showed it on, like like I said, it's on that DVD, and there's a couple other spots I'm sure you can catch it on. Hell, it might even be on the network if you Google Rob Van Dam. Or Google. Can you Google on the network? Can you Google it? I mean, that's how you do anything anymore. Search. <laughs> New word for search is Google it. Google it. But, uh, yeah, so check it out. It's a bonus feature also on the Before They Were Superstars DVD, and it most definitely is on the One of a Kind DVD. And he was also in attendance at WrestleMania three, Pontiac Silverdome, Andre versus uh, Hogan. Was he really? Yeah. Well, he, Battle Creek, Michigan. I'm sure anybody that was a wrestling fan back then was like, yeah. Wasn't Ed, uh, didn't Ed, wasn't Edge there uh, at one of them too? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Because he talks about that when uh, he talks about that during um, it was one of the interviews or whatever, and he talks about how and they actually got a picture. They got a. Uh, uh, one of the cameras when it was zooming in, like mm. they actually circle edge and all of that stuff in the audience. You went to a WrestleMania, yeah, WrestleMania eight. Who was headlining? Uh, actually, it was a weird one. It was supposed to be Flair and Hogan, but they switched it up, and it was like Hogan's semi-retirement match. It was him versus, excuse me, Sid Vicious or Sid Justice, as he was known back in the day, and then the uh, Macho Man versus Flair for the belt, the world title. That was when Macho Man came out in like the all gold outfit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. badass. You liked it? it? I mean, it was ugly. Was he Macho yeah. Man or was he the Macho King? No, he was the Macho Man he was at that the time. Macho Man. Yeah, remember the Macho King? Yeah. We actually got Macho Man in the studio today, don't we? Oh yeah, big Ed, What's going on? How you doing, man? How you doing? How was your Thanksgiving? I'm freaking out, man. Freaking out. Five. So let me ask you, Macho Man. Your elbow drop. Or the five-star frog splash? Which one was better? Oh, yeah, you know, it's as sweet as my elbow drop was. Let me tell you something. I think I got to go with the five-star frog splash ticket. Macho Man, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you, yeah. You know who else we got in the studio? Who do we got? We got Brother Love in the studio. <laughs> What's going on, Brother Love? Oh, nothing, Juice. How you do? I love you. Well, thank you. I love you, too. Looking well, a little red in the face today. I'm a little red. It's called rosacea. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a Moistened Disciple song. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Bandcamp.com, Moistened Disciples. Cheap plug. So, Brother Love, how's your podcast going? It's going pretty good, but it ain't as good as the Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast, brother. <laughs> that's fucking right. That's what I'm talking. Thank you for having me, Juice. So what you drinking over here, Juice? It looks like some tar. It looks like you're drinking tar. Well, juice. actually, this was uh, my great uncle's spittoon. We just uh, chilled it and poured it out into some of these. What, what kind of what cups do you call these? These I, are they look like tulips, but they look like juicy drippings to me. <laughs> they are drippings. Look, there's a little dripping in the bottom of this. This is a Pipeworks Brewing Company. This is Coffee Break Abduction. Well, you know what I gotta say about Pipeworks, baby. What, the 10.5%? I love you. <laughs> All right. All right brother, brother Love's love. got to go. <laughs> Good. Get the fuck out. <laughs> He's still alive. <laughs> He's floated <laughs> away. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Casper creeping on a come up. Get back to RVD and some of the notable appearances he's made in entertainment. Did you guys know? And I totally forgot about this until tonight. Uh, he was on an episode of the X-Files. Did you guys ever watch the X-Files? He was on the X-Files? I didn't <laughs> yeah, know dude. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was on May 7th uh, as Bert's opponent in the episode Fight Club. What? Really? Yep. Who's Bert? I don't know. Whoever the fuck Bert is. <clears throat> oh, hey, Bert. 
Hey, Bert. Rubber Dicky Bert. I got to watch that X-Files. Yeah, I got to check it out. Uh, not, much, not much else. <laughs> Acapella. <laughs> I had to think for Gillian Anderson. Whatever. Fight me over it. Um, he hasn't really done much notable entertainment uh, other than Hulk Hogan Celebrity Championship Wrestling in 2008 where he was teaching the celebrities how to do finishing moves. Remember, wasn't Dennis Rodman on that? I think he was. I think he was. He didn't go by Dennis Rodman. He went by, by Rodzilla. Rodzilla. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but I did see the one movie. It was like 2011. He, he put it out. It was with Batista. And before Batista had any kind of a Drax the Destroyer persona. Um, and Nelson, Nelson Frazier Jr. in a movie titled The Wrong Side of Town. Nelson Mandela. Yeah. Mandela. <laughs> with his black umbrella. <laughs> uh, he's also appeared on Family Feud. Was he? Yeah. Dude, Come I'm, on down. Oh, wrong I'm, show. I am, yeah, I'm literally going to be, I'm going to be Googling the shit out of all of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It. Check it out, guys. It was in November of 2010. He was a contestant on, it was at this time he was signed with TNA Wrestling. So it was the TNA week of Family Feud where he teamed up with the Black Machismo Jay Lethal. Yeah. Uh, stuttering m- 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 Matt Morgan. It black, it black <laughs> bang, bang, McFoley. Jay Lethal came out and goes, Did I <laughs> yeah. hear somebody talking about the four horsemen? <laughs> <laughs> That's good, dude. He's got a good nature. <laughs> oh, man, he's got me wet on that one. And uh, their final teammate was Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Mr. Kennedy was so much. That it wait, just wait, wait, so wait, much wait for it. Anderson. <laughs> Kennedy did have a good flow to it. it um, yeah, and they defeated the team of Angelina Love, Christy Hemi, Lacey Von Erich. Mm, God damn. Which is the daughter of the Texas Tornado. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt, but Mr. Tearing Anderson choked our kids. He did. He choked <laughs> I should file a fucking lawsuit. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Where is he now? Uh, for those of you gamers out there, Rob Van Dam also lended his voice to the Saints Row the Third video game. He's the character Bobby. He served as a commentator for the Professor Genki. Oh, yeah, side Bobby. Quest. I... Hey, Do Bobby. you know about that? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, Dad. Hey there, Bobby boy. Um, and obviously he's been in, you know, all the old shitty ECW video games, uh, 2Ks, which they're awesome. 2K15. The ECW video game was so bad. Which it one? reminded me of Raw. The, well, it was. It was, it was uh, Raw. Acclaim. Acclaim yeah, was, was doing terrible. it. It was terrible. It was fucking bad. And like, I did like in the ECW one, though, uh, hard, what is it? ECW Hardcore Revolution. It like shows them before, you know, like the, the fight screen comes up and they're He'll show the guy, and he's like sitting there. RVD's just standing there. He's like, whatever. <laughs> no, I think he said a lot cooler shit back in that game, but, you know. Yeah, so that was uh, just a few of RVD's notable outside of wrestling appearances. He also starred in Double Team with John claude Van Damme. He, he played John claudes twin. He may have. He should have. <laughs> he I mean, right. it's uncanny <laughs> resemblance, man. Yeah, it's nuts. I, I when, uh, when I first started watching ECW... And it was Rob Van Dam. I'm like, dude, this guy has to be like his brother or cousin or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought they looked alike. Oh, they, they totally do. And kudos to RVD for taking that gimmick and running with it. I mean, that was 
proved to be gold. Um, as far as championships go, like we said before, and this is one thing I kind of wanted to touch on, was his ECW television championship reign was over a year, I believe. You remember that shit? His television championship? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. He, and then he got hurt, and that's the only reason why he had to give up the title. Who did he give it up to? Uh, I don't think he gave it up. I, I don't know if they like did a tournament. I can't really remember. But I know he just he had to forfeit the title, and they did whatever happened after that is... It's a fucking blur. It's life's a blur. Fuck him. I'm supposed to sit here with that chew of the, the three foot fucking rope. My options are limited, you fucking wise ass. <laughs> right. Anyway, you know that uh, 10 year old little fetch at Garaputo? <laughs> I'll bite his fucking ear off. Whoa, whoa, settle down, go. I can't down. even bite through the three foot fucking rope. <laughs> you got a regular Starbuck over there. Uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, most popular wrestler of the year in 2001 and 2002. I, he was probably easily the most popular wrestler on the face of the planet back then. Oh, big time. Big time. That that was when he hit the uh, the peak of his popularity. The, the ECW days really, yeah. man, they were nice to him, man. They were really nice to him. They, it's, I mean, I don't know monetarily wise, but as far as well, popularity. afforded him the opportunity to go to WWE on like the scale we're watching now, whereas... We're talking, he's walking out with the shitty WWE spinner belt. God, I hated that title so much. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> I just, I hated it. Oh, I think God. that is who he lost the championship to was the big show. Ugh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Does anybody really like the big show? Can anybody ever really say they liked him as even the giant in WCW? No, I, I didn't. Threat, did you, you were a WCW guy. Did you like the... The giant. I never really paid attention to the giant. Yeah, nobody did, and he's kind of fucking hard to miss. I wonder if Andre liked the giant. <laughs> I don't even know who he is. <laughs> he's your illegitimate son, Andre. How nah, can- this bullshit. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from what I heard, you couldn't fit all that meat into one little tiny package. Well, I always fire into walls, <laughs> butt cracks, and breasts. <laughs> Uh, lips, facial, mustaches. What? <laughs> All right, Andre. Thanks French for... lady, mustache. <laughs> Andre's sexual misadventure. Can I go? <laughs> Later. <laughs> I love when he pops in every once in a while and says hello. Yeah, I do too. It's sometimes it hurts my uh, back regions when he does. But I love you too. Sacra blue. Oh, that's great. Um, Rob Van Dam, when he what are you what do you think one of his best matches were? Do you think the Jerry Lynn matches were the best of all time? Best feud of all time with Rob Van Dam. Yeah, they're back and forth. With the whole like RVD was the whole fucking show, and Jerry Lynn was the new effing show. Yeah, and it, they, those guys put on some fucking clinics, man. And to which they played out in various promotions. Uh, they had a quite a few battles in TNA too, right before Jerry Lynn retired a few years ago. So. You guys can go on the Global Wrestling Network and check that out. You said Jerry Lynn, um, he's lost a substantial amount of muscle. Yeah, yeah. what he did back in oh, the day. Oh, yeah. I don't think he, he works out like he did. You know, I hate to... Uh, I'm not going to assume anything, but let's just say most of those guys probably were doing something, you know, some kind of bodybuilding supplement or whatever. Um, and speaking of that, uh, Van Dam, who's the inventor of the Van Dam lift, it's a weightlifting technique that involves performing a split. Go figure. Ouch. Where's my cockles? That's going to hurt. Maybe a tear, um, which he took up doing in his early teens. 
That's probably why. If you think about it too, Van Damme, like, but you've seen that before. Size, you know what I'm talking his about? Thighs were massive. Oh yeah, dude. that's it's where he's he's got like two chairs and he's doing the splits and he's got like the kettlebell or the yeah. dumbbell and he's just doing the lifts, doing that, like looking like a total badass, like some '80s martial arts Van Damme shit. I wonder if Rob Van Damme sport. I mean, blood sport. If what? Rob Van Damme ever met John Claude Van Damme in person, you know what? I man, I. I thought I just heard something on that recently. I, I think they've only met once or twice, and it's been very brief. But how cool would that be to see them both side by side? Like, wait a second. Yeah. And real quick, hey, I want to go into their uh, 2006 arrest on July 3rd. So arrest. they were partying. This is, you know. Let's go back. Fourth of July Eve. I, it just caught my attention. As we all know, him and Sabu, a.k.a. Terry Brunk, had been arrested <laughs> On uh, Route 52 in Hanging Rock, Ohio. How fitting to get arrested in Hanging Rock, Ohio. Um, yeah, they had been stopped for speeding behind an Ohio State Patrol officer who discovered that he was in possession of 18 grams of hashish, what? five Vicodin pills, while Terry Brunk, a.k.a. Sabu, was in possession of drug paraphernalia and nine tablets of Testacalacaton. Probably some kind of steroid. Damn, Sabu. Yeah, Sabu got all these uh, painkillers and shit. But, uh, yeah, that sucks. Um, no wonder he's always pointing to the sky. Dude's always high. Yeah. <laughs> but so he finally, when uh, he left TNA, and I think, fuck, he was there for, like, at least three years. And hey. he came back to WWE. When they got arrested, was mm. Sabu singing the hookah blues? <laughs> <laughs> Cue the hookah blues. da 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 that was That's a good a great, one. Yeah, great theme song. Um, he comes back to... This is what kind of pissed me off when we talked earlier. Uh, he comes back to WWE, and he's just a jobber, man. He's a glorified jobber. What do it's, you think about that? It sucks, man. Like, when he came, A lot of those dudes who come back, it, it seems like any... Whether you left Vince at some point, even Kurt Angle, you know, who's back now, it does, doesn't seem like he's done much. The yeah. guy who can still go, like... Come on, man. Let him go out on top. Like, yeah, maybe put a few guys over along the way, but... Yeah. Goldberg. Yeah. Look what... Yeah, the Goldberg came back and had his swan song, and it was it. Yeah. And I fucking loved it. I thought it was great, man. It was awesome when he yeah, destroyed yeah. Brock like that. It know? made me think I was like that kid again, like in 98, you know, watching him just come in, destroy, and leave. And so to see RVD come back, who is still at age 47, in great shape. I mean, he's got a little bit of a, little bit of a belly now, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know he's still doing stuff on the indies. You can catch him in all these cons and robvandam.com. You can buy some merch. I know he's got uh, shirts at One Hour Tees. Van uh, Dam does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a online merch store set up. So I'll be can. right back, Juice. I'm going to go to One Hour Tees. That's right. And you can go to One Hour Tees, and you can also go to Juice Pro Wrestling on Instagram at Juice Pro Wrestling. You can go to Juice Pro Wrestling on Facebook and join the JP Wu. What is the JP Wu? It's the Juice Pro Wrestling Universe. But of course, you already knew that. Yeah, dummy. Yeah, you can dummy. also <laughs> you can also check us out on YouTube by going to www.jpdub.com or listen to us at www.greendoornetwork.com or whatever podcast platform you're using. Whether you're using Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, it doesn't matter because we're there, dude. Did I just hear that 
JP Dub Podcast is on the Green Door Network. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Woo! 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 Whatever. Woo! Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh, and we're also on Twitter at JP Dub Podcast. So follow us. Call us and leave us a message too at 1 872 267 4199. Um, now that we got all the promotion out of the way, hey, real who, quick, who just followed? Who just followed the JP Dub on? Oh, Twitter? it's funny. We're watching uh, tonight. Uh, Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck. They have their podcast going, and we're sitting here. We're watching a match, old ECW. And next thing you know, I'm looking at my phone, and I get a little, uh, oh, who's who's following you type thing. Once again, at JP Dub Podcast, I'm looking here in my notifications in front. What are, where are they called? Oh, oh, Sretton, you're going to have to edit that out. It's a little stuttered my phone. Front row material. <laughs> God damn it. Technology's a piece of shit. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck from ECW. That's their podcast. So shout out to Front Row Material at FRM Pod on Twitter. You check them guys out. I'm sure they got a hell of good Rob Van Dam stories for you, especially Jerry Lynn. Um, before we exit here, I where would you... I'm, okay, first of all, I'm going to give it to you. Well, I, I start thinking things. So my mind's always going. <laughs> the big bopper. <laughs> as far as ECW goes, is Rob Van Dam probably the best superstar they produced? Um, I think it, they're the best wrestler. Um that they produce, but you got to think, man. Stone Cold came from there too. Yeah, you know? but he wasn't an he ECW wasn't Stone original. Cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, hundred percent. ECW original. EC, ECW original. I'm 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 gonna say that RVD is on the top of the list. Um, I'm a Sabu guy. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. it's yeah. I mean, it's hard to mention Rob Van Dam without mentioning Sabu. Um, I was also a huge Taz fan, so uh, I'm gonna say Rob Van Dam, Sabu, and um, and Taz for sure. Uh, Dreamer, Dreamer's up there just because the dude, like, that dude bled. Going, yeah, dude. he He's bled ECW, going. man. You know, even though it, the thing is, is I felt like Dreamer went in there and did whatever he had to do to put the company over, mm. and it didn't matter if he got a championship or not. He just did what he had to do, right? Um, which which was fine. Um, but as far as just Van Dam, man, he takes it. Yeah. Yeah, Van Dam. Uh, I would probably have to put him in my top ten of greatest of all time. Just he's anywhere. in my top. He's in my top five. Really, for sure, hundred nice. percent. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to put him in there too. I would have to. I mean, it's he was great. <laughs> I yeah, top five. I'm gonna say you know probably Bastion Booger, um, mm-hmm. Brooklyn Brawler. Yes, um, Mantar. Yep, yeah, I I really like the Boogeyman. Boogeyman, um, and then I'm gonna say, and then yeah, then Van Dam. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> Bastion Booger, that guy. I I could stand Booger. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard Booger. <laughs> Booger. Would you say he's the worst wrestler ever? Yeah, and probably. Bastion no, Booger. No, there there was a lot worse out there. But he was bad. <laughs> Nerds. Yeah. He's he over there with that '80s shout out, Revenge of the Nerds. Love it. Hey, did you have a good time tonight? I had a good time. I'm about to have a real good time. You know what's man. crazy? You know what I'm saying? I'm about to advocate that RVD. This episode's about to be up in smoke, son. <sighs> smoke, I'm up. Wet, I'm up. Light, I'm up. up.
What up, up? What up, up? Whatever. You gonna do sex to me? (laughs) You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 